Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Hey everyone, it's been a hell of a couple weeks. I've been sick as a dog, lost my voice, I also had a death in the family, funeral, um, you, you name it, it's, it's been, I've been bad luck Brian, so... Uh, the podcast back this week. We talk about the how Show Me Showdown went, how ATC, uh, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, trying to get back on track here. Hopefully, see you guys next week. I've also set myself a schedule for getting this podcast out on Thursday, recording on Monday night. Uh, we should be sticking to it. Some of you guys have reached out to me. Uh, some of you guys have sent messages. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, it kind of kind of keeps me on task and keeps me going. And uh, it's it's been a little tough. So uh, without without rambling too much and whining at you guys. Uh, here's the episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, I'll see you. I'll see you on the table rolling dice. All right, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Or if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. We are not dead. We're back for this week. I've been sick, man. I've been sick as a dog, so didn't have a voice. Uh, couldn't podcast. Couldn't do all the good stuff. And uh, now I'm back, and I'm alive. So we're gonna try and record this week. Uh, this week we're going to talk about Scott's experience at ATC. Uh, we still need to go over our games from uh, Show Me Showdown and Scott's experience at Show Me Showdown. Uh, so we'll get into that. First off, let's introduce co-host tonight uh, here on the bottom right. Uh, Dan motherfucking Sammons. What's up, Dan? What up? And uh, bottom left, uh, always the always the <laughs> judge and TO, but never the player in Kansas City anymore. Uh, Sean, sexy size and 40K Dilly. What's happening, my man? What's up? What's up? I'm happy to be doing this. Yeah, yeah, Charles, we're live. So, uh, up in the top left, uh, my boy Scotty Too Hotty Sasser. What's happening, Scott? What's going on, fools, man? Just uh, coming back from one trip and getting right back on the road for another one. It's been awesome. On the road again, to quote the great Willie Nelson. So, uh, everybody doing good? Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Dan, how's uh, how's your butthole after what Trainer did to you at S? S- Ooh. Yeah. I had to let him feel good, you know. So it was. Is that it? it was a it was a it was a gimme. It was his welcome home, home present, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 yeah, pretty much. Get the fuck out of here! Give him that yeah. shit. I mean, he got he got beat up. Uh, I got by some fucking nice took right that on shit. RTT. The best part is, is, is I was telling the Necron player how to beat him. <laughs> it's like you need to do this, 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 and then, and then I was like, and you got to get lucky, and then it, it worked out. So I got I got my vengeance. <laughs> by, by someone else was your champion. Yeah, man, I can't. I cannot talk any shit. Because I was, I went one and four and fucking dropped. So, whatever. I uh, I can't talk. Any I've shit been there. I've done that before. Uh, dude, I uh, I had one really good game against Matt Rundy, and Matt Rundy and I just always have a fucking blast playing each other. So Rundy and I getting to play was a hoot right off the bat. I made a sweet buy on that game. Uh, next game I lost, and. Uh, that fucking game. I think Dan was like a table away. But I can't remember who I was playing. But I rolled like two ones. And the target was oaths. And they were last cannons. And I rolled them into ones again. And I was like, cool. And I went to my next shot. I had two shots of last cannons out of that unit. I rolled double ones. And I oathed it into double ones again. 
And then I had another unit with two <laughs> shots last cannons, and I rolled a one and a two, and then double ones again. I picked up all them fucking dice, and I walked over and just handed them to Dan uh, Cornwell, was standing like another table away. And uh, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm over these dice, man. So, <laughs> but I, I, I tried it, man. I tried to hang in there for the weekend. Um, I got my ass kicked by people I usually see hanging out on middle and bottom tables. And uh, I was like, it was it was breaking my heart. And then I played the Tyranids guy the last <laughs> round. And <laughs> the very last round, I lost my last game by one point. It was like 71 to 70 on on that game. And I was like, well, I'm one and four. I'm going the fuck home. And I packed up my shit. And I was starting to walk out the door. And then I saw Dan and Trainer were playing. And I was like, nah, we'll pull up a seat. <laughs> so it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was I got to watch that one on the way out. So. But that was my that was my show me showdown experience in a nutshell. So, but anyways, Dan, continue. I'm sorry, man. Not trying. Oh, we're talking about show me showdown. I had yeah. a, I had to play against four <clears throat> four other Eldar players, and Eldar are bullshit. Yeah, they are, dude. Yeah, yeah, they are. So there's only six Eldar there, and I didn't. I I was one of them, and then I played four, so only one Eldar person I didn't face. So, but yeah, it was. Uh, you know, abusing phantasm is great fun what? until until somebody does it against me. That so. sounds like a terrible <laughs> fucking weekend, honestly. Just fucking playing the mirror four, my, five times in a row. My entire row. well, I wasn't in a row. I played him round one, and then the entire day on Saturday, the so games, <laughs> game four, game five, and game six was Eldar, Eldar, Eldar. So it was uh, it was not a uh, not a great fun weekend. But thankfully, Eldar are you know broken enough to stand up against Eldar. But but no, it was it was showing was a good weekend. Uh, eight eight games was was pretty rough. But did did you uh, enjoy that format more by playing eight games, or would you rather just see six games since we can still potentially see a true winner after six games? Uh, I thought I think eight eight games is fun. I would do that again. So yeah. it, was, it was nice nice to get the games in. Except uh, I mean, yeah, the missions, servo skulls was. Was Super something, but uh, but no, I would. Yeah, do, I'm gonna. I would do. I'm gonna have to kill the live stream for some reason. We just don't have the internet tonight. So those that tuned in, we appreciate it. But uh, I mean, I'm in. I'm in Eastland, Illinois. If you guys have ever heard of that place, no. Nope. Population seven hundred. Yeah. But so no, anyways, I, go ahead. Yeah, Dan. Sorry. It, it was a it was a good weekend, but uh, I'll do eight games again. The only thing I don't like about it is the Lord Marshall points from it just seem really bad with how the system we use is. So I think part of it had to do with um, player count too, right? I mean, we only end no. up having like a hundred and three. Well, that's the point. Is the Lord Marshall the the formula we're currently using is the old ICC one, uh, which which only cares about player count. It doesn't care. It doesn't care that it was eight rounds. So, oh, I see. I see. So low, low points based on number of games. Yeah. Like last year there was 10 more, there was nine more people last year at show me, I think. Uh, uh, but the points this year were actually less just because there was, even though we played two more games, it was just less people. It's kind of so, awkward, but, but no, it was a, it was a good event overall. So, yeah. I, you know, my, my heart goes out to the Show Me Showdown crew because you guys were dealt a shit sandwich, man. Like, it was, it could not be worse, worse circumstances for launching a GT. 
you know, brand new edition dropping, everybody not happy with the meta and the GT dropping, you know, and just rules still being up in the air that just weren't even, I remember we ran, was it eighth edition we did the day of GT at the at Wizards? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember having yeah, like yeah. less, less rules fuckery when eighth edition dropped than what's going on here with 10th, you know, for you guys at that event. And it just, I don't know, you guys were in such a hard spot to deal with that. So, Yes, you, mm-hmm. you guys did it though. You made, you made the thing. I do like Got that venue. Yeah, yeah, that's a great venue. We've already got it locked up. I mean, tickets are already available too for next year. So yeah, better start linking that shit. The only thing I didn't like was the the hot dogs weren't great. So, so. some people knew about. <laughs> they some weren't ACC either. <laughs> they uh they had other like restaurants and stuff. I know Matt Neely was going down to a cafe. Oh yeah, we went down to the cafe. That cafe know. was fucking good. And the yeah, fair enough. So there's like there's definitely other food options there. Um, that's better than just you know. About all the blue hairs for a so seat just, down at the old folks' home. Yeah, mm-hmm. something. Uh, I just saw this on Facebook from the WGC. Uh, out of there's 36 teams. Uh, every team has Eldar. Yep. Obviously, I saw this too. Yeah. Yeah, 34 have GSC. 34 have Space Marines. 32 have custodes, uh, then 27 with Necrons, and then it, it starts to, you know, like 25 T-Sons, 25, or no, 27, yeah, 25, or 23 Imperial Knights, 18 Chaos Space Marines, and then it just fucking plummets. Except for the U.S., man, it's got Grey Knights. Zero yeah, Death Guard, zero Leagues of OTAN, zero World Leaders. Only yeah. one sister, two Grey Knights, two Drakari, two Admech. Like, god damn. So Jack was rocking uh Grey Knights at ATC this weekend. Yeah, one of my uh one Harpster? of my local Yeah, Harpster. One of my locals was like trying to talk to me about that list. I was like, shut up, no. It's a it's a it's a team's list. Yes. So, and like, if you think it's better it. for anything else, it's not. It's not. It's a it's it's just three big books of Terminators, uh, with a couple characters. And... I mean if it goes if it goes second against GSC, it feels pretty fucking happy. Because it picks up all 30 Terminators and drops within 12 inches of both Neophyte blobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why it really loves the GSC match, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. It's got some It's got some stuff, but it's not a singles list. So Yeah, he, he, he uh, refused to play on stream because he didn't want his secret sauce to be let out. There's not any secret sauce with this. Listen, dude, you ain't got to sell me, yeah. man. I play Grey Knights. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why one guy was like, he's like, you can pick them all up and deep strike them. I'm like, yeah, you, if you keep doing that, you're never, guess how much primary you score? Zero. You know? Yeah. And then what, what happens when you come up with somebody with a little bit of armor, you do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's a team's list, but, but yeah, I just, I think it's interesting that, I mean, it's, it's, we are, everyone already knows this, but it's just impressive the, uh, the disparity in the army power. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I kind of like about the team team list team games is like you could actually play your your armor you want to play because you can generally make some kind of skew list work uh too i mean just based on this data it you know basically every team is running eldari gsc space Marines custodes yeah so like half the slots are locked up just because the power balances yeah you know then there's a few you know a few more odd picks but you can you can deviate maybe with like two of your in the eight man team you could probably yeah. deviate with two but 
in a five-man team, you're going to be running, you know, four of the top armies and maybe one special snowflake. So you're also going to be running knights because knights and five-man teams is pretty abusable, which we yeah. found out. Did yeah. you guys have a knights player or no? Unfortunately, not. I should have played knights over uh, marines. Jim's orcs actually did actually, really. Uh, no, no, no. Listen, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen here. I Maybe. sat there and I looked at the scores for round one. Dude. And Jim is not an orc anymore. He lost. Let, his let me tell you what happened to our round one. Jim looks over and goes, yo, dude, I'm going to get 20 owed. All right, Jim, that's fine. The rest of us win our games, but all small margins of victory. But we won four games. In the player packet, they said that four wins regardless of points nothing about differential or anything like that but just four wins regardless of points you win the round so their captain inputs the scores and he's like it has us winning this round but you guys won four games and uh so we ended up losing round one because of that because it's different because it's differential wins so we all had small margins of victory very small like like uh win by two or three four points but no. they counted, but they, but they, but the differential is 10 10. So basically, BCP didn't work. Correct. <laughs> we we Man, have I... to input everything on the website, not the actual app. This is the first time I've, it sucked. Dude, well, it was bad. Cam, we ran an RTT this weekend, and Cam had the same issue with just running the, running an RTT. He had to use the, uh, he had to use the website to do it. And yeah. even even people trying to look at that RTT, like I went to go look at the rankings and yeah. it was the rankings were totally fucked. And when I went to go look at ATC, you had to go you 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 search for ATC in the app and then it basically say must view on website and you click a button, it takes you to the website. Yeah. So Yeah. Good old BCP. And they get all the, the subscriber dues, man. You think they'd have their shit up during the tight. Yeah. Right. But still, still roll with that 2014 tick. So. Why even change it? You know, uh, people are still paying for it, right? Yep. I still pay for it just because it's one one app that I really enjoy to use, and I'll pay for it just because it's a very good app, in my opinion. I use it still. <laughs> pay for it. Everybody, still. everybody does. I do. I've had a subscription for a long time. Ugh. So Shelby Showdown Dan walked away with what third, third place? Second, uh, second, second place. Oh, 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 oh! You just made me. You just you triggered me. Triggered you. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, trying to get on track here. <laughs> the way they do best overall there, it makes no sense. Explain. Talk to me, Sean. Talk to me. How's, how's it work? That's that's an eighth. I think it's like uh, it's the same. It's, it's thirty three point three three percent. Um, for painting, uh, win loss and sportsmanship, and then like a so I'm gonna say the same thing I've said about most of the. I'm gonna break in here because I got one problem with the KC events and the KC Cup. Legit, y'all got some either home field advantage bullshit going on on sportsmanship, or some shenanigans going on something, because I have yet to be at any of these fucking GTS. Where I filled out a single goddamn sportsmanship slip on any of my fucking opponents at any fucking game, so I don't it's know how y'all baby. How are y'all scoring fucking sportsmanship with without opponents doing any grades, 
without getting any feedback from the players. Like, you guys just going around and anointing people's the best sportsmanship and walking out. Well, I mean. And if that's going to no, be weighted I mean, for 33% of your shit, that's kind of some bullshit. Well, even if it's. Uh, even if last it's, before we did sportsmanship uh, for Show Me Showdown. That was a they, day had, they handed out a piece of paper where you could you could write your best sportsman yeah. on. But, like, I mean, I mean, honestly, it wasn't. I could have wrote my own name down and turned it in, or I you could have had to, I could have wrote down somebody's name who I didn't even play. Um, so, but yeah, it's, I don't I don't it's know. Not my it's not my rule. I just want no. to throw that out there. It's not my uh, and my I've got no, I've got no percentage. I've got no issue with Drew. I mean, I, I've played him before. He's a great guy, but it just feel it felt incredibly weird. Like take you know, it, it felt really weird for somebody going. Uh, Five three to to win best overall, with some of the other other people that were up there with higher higher uh, battle points or whatever. Win well, battle points is like the point zero zero one percent, but excuse me, the win loss. You know, higher people with better better records. So like, I don't know. It just it but then like the weird. painting comes into play too. But I agree. There is something to say about the sportsmanship. Yeah, and I I didn't look at the. Uh, the painting scores um, are people's. I, I guess I didn't look at Drew's army, um, but I mean it's one of the finalists at the end. But yeah, he's playing Custodes, right? No, he was playing nice. demons. It's nice. nice. So, nice. but that's I don't know. There's there's other people in the top, not myself, but other people that had really good painting armies too. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that I would I would have expected to have won best overall, but. I don't know. It just it just is very I don't know. Like sportsmanship or or if you're doing your sportsmanship is just best player votes. It's just a popularity contest. The only I, yeah, the I only agree. sportsmanship I, I award I've ever won in my life was because I played against like three Outlanders at, at a tournament and they just voted for me. Like yeah. I'm not that's straight up the only reason I won that, but that's that's feels like that's what happened here, but I don't know. It is what it is. I, I just I, th- I I think you should only be able to vote for sportsmanship for whoever you played because i mean that it shouldn't be just a blank oh. slip it should be just yeah. you choose one of the eight people you played and that's who gets the sportsmanship because you don't know who el- what everybody else did during well i know like I, I did hear you know like drew was buying his opponents drinks or you know candy i don't know stuff like that so which is fine but you definitely you buy your you can buy your points that way yeah. so fuck yeah i buy why do you never bring shots to the fucking tournaments dude fair so I don't have to buy them. <laughs> Just I, them. I don't. I don't have a problem. I don't have an issue. Dan's like, fuck that. I gotta be nice usually, to people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan's like, I don't want to be nice to people. It's bullshit. Third, like, dude, what, what I do, what I did for bug eater and stuff like that is, it's, it's the same thing. I used, to, I stopped doing sportsmanship scores way back in the day in fantasy. Like, everyone just gets a flat score. If, if I see you or hear about you being an asshole. You know, I can make an adjustment down, or if you're if I hear something good, I can make an adjustment up. Or if somebody like comes and talks to me about their game and their opponent was really good or really bad, but I don't I don't do the I don't I don't rely on like the best player votes or anything like that to to get. That's how I do. Uh, yeah. knockout too. It's just yeah. So just because sportsmanship is too easily we i always go back to this back way back in the day we had like a 20-man fantasy tournament and the 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 guy running it was doing uh sportsmanship score every round and you give your you know uh one out of five ranking and the five was he literally had it five was 
one of the best games of Warhammer I've ever played. That was what the and then and then number four uh, four pointer was you know great great game of Warhammer, and uh, after the first round, thirteen people had rated their opponent a five, and so like the guy running like walked around I was like was that the best game of Warhammer you ever played? And they're like no it was, it was a fun game, and he's like did you even read the descriptions you know and yeah. that's where it was like yeah we're we're changing how we're doing sportsmanship core because because yeah. if you have an opponent who like actually read the rules and like read the descriptions you were getting fucked because i remember that because i was doing threes and fours i think for people yeah because i was like well i haven't had that best game yet yep so but then but then you got other people are giving that out and it's kind of defeats the purpose so yeah but again like that's what adepticon does with like the thumbs up thumbs down thumbs in the middle and they're like you should be giving your opponents thumbs in the middle yeah you got to give a reason to give a thumbs up and you got to give a reason to give a thumbs down like this just yeah, I think like, yeah, I think that's a th- I like that. Like, if you do a thumbs in the middle for everybody, kind of thing. But if they want to give a thumbs up, they have to actually like write a description or talk to a judge, kind of thing, in order mm-hmm. to give that that you know extra bonus to sportsmanship. Like, if I hear, you know, my opponent bought me a drink, thumbs up. It's like, okay, fuck off. It's a thumbs middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like I buy people drinks all the time. Like, it's just like I think it's just one of those things. Part of the hobby, part of the game. Like if. If it's a sweaty game and if you guys want drinks, you know, mm-hmm. you just buy it for your opponent. You offer it for your opponent. Yeah. But again, all of this is neither here nor there if you don't fucking track any of the info. <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, track it all know, up here, baby. New Year's knockout, perils at the geek, whatever. Just go look at the case. Everybody Cup got standings. the same score for, for, Shit. for their sportsmanship, for New Year's knockout. Uh, yeah, everybody was a salty bitch. That's what it was. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, and I do agree that, like, honestly, if there is a, we were talking about it because we're trying to figure out how to do sportsmanship for Monkey, and you know, Mark Newson had a a way for collecting data, you know, but that dude's an engineer and his brain doesn't work like mine does, so it was like way too many steps, in my opinion. So. But I, I think he had some really good ideas that we'll probably implement something close to what he was saying, but we'll have a metric or a way of, you know, tracking and seeing what's going on. But I don't, I do, I do think someone getting the middle of the road ranking, you know, shouldn't be taken or perceived as something negative. Like it should be the average, you know, like this yeah. was an, an average game of competitive 40K. This was a, you know, an average game, you know, like I had no, bad feelings i didn't have any super feel goods you know but it was still just a decent game of 40k like most of your games should be like middle of the road and i feel like if you have like that opponent like you said the ones are getting fives you know there should be some kind of written explanation or some kind of reasoning you know as to why you know that was such a good game of 40k or why that person's like the best sportsman ever i think the reality is they should just put it in fucking uh bcp when you submit scores, you should be able to be like <clears throat> one through whatever they want to dub as their sportsmanship thing. And you can literally just do it like as you're inputting your scores into BCP for whoever you played that round. You could literally score them. You just add one more scoring matrix, right? That would be the right. that would be the <clears throat> I mean, yes and no, as long as it's simple. But it go again, it goes back to like like the chipmunking back in the day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's and and, and sad, sadly BCP like is getting worse. So it's not gonna oh. get it's not gonna get better. So, but yeah, that was the only thing I everyone I had a lot of comments about that after the fact, and 
everyone was very confused by it. So, but we've we've talked about possibly adjusting. Well, I, I, I think he did. I think he did the same thing for the best in factions awards. Yeah, I think it's almost yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, so that's that's probably where a lot of the comments I heard were because of the best in faction awards, where people were like, "I thought I was going to win that," and then yeah, blah blah. blah. So yeah. Well, and that's my thing is like I think if you're going to wait, if sportsmanship is going to be so heavily weighted, it, it should be tracked a little bit better than you know just just a name on a piece of paper or a thumbs up on on one mm -hmm. game type of game. So. And that should be public information, so you know that whoever's up there, you can start talking shit to them and get them on tilt. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying maybe make them not sportsmanship. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Rage. You know, but the Canadian too. If it is public information. You know, you need to let everybody know that, like, hey, if the dude gave you the middle of the road, the middle of the road's like the common answer. You know, don't be butt hurt by that. Go about your day and just fucking get on. So. Yeah. And if it and if it was public, you'd be able to know. But like, hey, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not gonna have a fun game. Mm -hmm. It's fair. I mean, most of the time, you already know that just from your buddies, right? I mean, yeah. I'm I know like half the games. I'm getting to an asshole. Someone's gonna come warn me. Just like, hey. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch out. You know, it happens all the time. Agreed. How many drops did uh, Show Me Showdown wind up having? Um, Good chunk. See, we started with 53. I think we ended with 46 tables, I think is what it was. So that is, what, 3, 9. So I think that's 18, 19. It's probably at 20 people, you could probably safely say. But how, how many drop pre-event? Uh, I think we s said 10. Oh, okay. But still a lot higher than we were expecting. Like, we, we had 10 drops before the event, but then, like, past that, no drops day of, which we were kind of surprised, because normally there's those, still those three or four tables, or three or four players that are dropping day of, but um, we actually gained a player <laughs> day of. Uh, I mean, some people just want to show up. Dude. I know. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think, pretty normal tournament, uh, you know, losses. Attrition. Especially, yeah. Attrition, yeah, especially for it being a three-day tournament. Like, we had we had a couple people who were like, oh, I can't do Saturday, but I can do Friday, Sunday. So they just took losses or something like that all day Saturday and came Fuck back. Fuck yeah, they just want to play the game, dude. I kind exactly. of like to hear that. It sucks that they have to drop three games, but and get paired three times into somebody, but and make them have buys. That was uh, pretty funny as round two. I was paired into Kyle McCord, and you guys had a repair, and I got paired in him again. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he was not happy. <laughs> so. He was happy to hear a repair, and then he's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> I told him, I was like, it was Destiny. <laughs> But, that's so unfortunate, dude. That's so unlucky. Yeah. With Kyle, that well, is. Well, the only worst time something like that's happened is when I was originally paired into Dan, and then they repaired mm -hmm. me into fucking Sherlock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, thanks, guys. Oh, hoo, hoo. So yeah, I did. I did play uh, eighty-four, eighty-three to Sherwin. So it was, it was a fun game. All right, let's. Uh, so Show Me Showdown was a good event. You guys did a good job, Sean. You guys should be proud of yourself. Uh, Nate Martin is always uh, getting it, getting it done, making it happen. And uh, there's definitely like, like a lot of weird little rules interactions that I learned through the tournament too. What was, was the craziest? Awesome. What do you think would be that was wasn't on the radar that wound up being on the radar? 
Um, one that was brought up towards the later rounds was like, can vehicles Overwatch like once you make it into combat? Because normally the ruling is like you can, um, because of you know big guns never tire whatever they can shoot in combat. <laughs> but Overwatch also states that like you can't use special rules or something like that. So then you can't use big guns never tire with vehicles and monsters. So that yeah, was that... definitely the one that like I was like, oh, you know. I guess that's correct. Yeah, that that rule. I was actually thinking about that rule uh, probably last weekend, and that rule is really poorly written. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot it's, of those out there. Yeah, I know it is trying to stop. It's trying to you know you can't use the in the shooting phase abilities, the whirlwind abilities. Yeah, like but yeah. but it's but it stops a lot more than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But that was definitely the. The one I had to sit there and think a lot of the one the the argument I hated the most was I'm not gonna say names but someone was trying to argue that three was on the bottom half of six so they oh. would take a battle shock test <laughs> <sighs> they they might have been from the frozen north <laughs> apparently there was a yeah what if you have a unit of two one is is less than half so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Some common core math, man. It's just... oh, I mean, my head hurt. It's just like, what's the number? You know, divide it so by one two. One plus one does it under that three. number? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. But that was one thing too. Is did, did Battle Shock matter in anyone's games? No. Yeah. I played Very six rarely. games. It yeah. didn't matter in any of mine at ATC. So. Dude, the Tyranid player did that like once per game. Fucking everything takes a battle shock test. Mm-hmm. And I felt six of them. <laughs> <laughs> was, did was it matter awesome. though? Did it matter? It did. Well, it almost did because I had three units on one objective, touching it in one yeah. shape form, and it came down to the last unit of eradicators. If they'd have failed, I'd have lost that fucking objective. So, um, yeah, I, I do wish battle shock was like like a, a bigger negative modifier rather than just like no stratagems and no objective secured like make them like yeah. minus one to hit or make it so they like only hit on sixes or something like that. so my like, when i got to the i went and grabbed something out of the car and i get back to my tray when i first got to the tournament and i had like all these little red ruby tokens on my fucking thing and i'm like <laughs> where'd these come from and like nobody knew and then finally i found somebody they're like oh that was salmon's he was going around throwing them on people's trays Tell them they're gonna need them for battle shock. Yeah, yeah. I almost almost uh, had battle shock matter once when when the tier into player I played against did it. Uh, because if if I would have failed on my wraith guard, I couldn't have done the strat to fall back, shoot and charge. But or phantasm. Was, I, they weren't. They were. They weren't gonna phantasm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's about all it did. Uh, well, let me phrase it. It almost did something. Otherwise, it mattered not at all. <laughs> did your uh, did your Eldarlis change at all with the uh, Wraith Gardener? Uh, yeah. I, well, I, I don't know. I'm going back and forth because the Wraith Guard um give you that forward presence. Yeah. So they still do that. Like they still can go forward. They just because you can double shoot. Like yeah, you just can't shoot in combat. So it's like you. Are, I think well, they're still good. If you have a combat element, you can still fight them. Yeah. You can and not get double shot. Uh, but 
there are ways, I think, to actually, I guess, certain people to set it up to get shots off, but don't know. Uh, I, the list tweaked slightly, and then it might. The problem is, I just can't find anything else besides Wraithguard that want to go forward. So, Wraith Blades? Yeah. Yeah, no. fuck that, dude. You want the shooting? Get, the, get fuck out of yeah. here, dude. Yeah. No, the, so the, the list might swap out the Wraith Guard, but maybe not. I haven't figured it out yet. So, gonna go over to uh, Necrons. No, no, Dude, that's that's kind of the one thing I've been I've <clears throat> been getting ready for Monkey, and by that I mean I'm just getting all my other armies like ready to go. Like I got some scourges to assemble for Jakari. <clears throat> I'm assembling a couple of sisters uh, tanks. You know, orcs. I'm not even sure what I'm doing, but I'm just trying to get some stuff assembled. That way, if they do drop an FAQ, I can, you know, maybe pivot to something that gets buffed or, or not have to play what, Eldar. What y'all think about that 28% Votan win rate? <laughs> I, the sad part is, is, like, I don't think points isn't going to fix it. No. Like I, I felt bad for the Votan players, the two Votan players at ATC. Out of, out of uh, 75 teams... There was obviously 350 players, two Votan players. The two teams with Votan get paired together. Uh. They put the Votan <laughs> versus Votan, dude. <laughs> I was That's like, hilarious. it's a miracle, dude. I couldn't fucking believe it. And they were like, yeah, this isn't going to be fun. I didn't want to play another Votan player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, the, look at, just looking at the WC thing or the the meta, like some of those armies, the the, the fucked up thing is GW's going to give them a couple shitty point point uh, drops that's not going to do anything, and they're going to be, I mean, it's going to be till what January before Death Guard, Admech, or Votan have any kind of hope. So, yeah. any they, of that, my, like, my no favorite, any of those like really bad rulings of like <clears throat> uh, my favorite part, working. my favorite part of all the patchwork they did last week. Was where they uh, took Phantasm and excluded aircraft, like yeah, like that. The bad, like that, shows me that someone took the time and looked at Phantasm as a problem, and like that's what they they the conclusion they had was people are phantasming aircraft. Like, yeah. am, am I wrong on that? Is, does anyone else have a hot take on that? That's not what I'm saying. No, it's it's accurate. It well, it's even more stupid. Is like you took the time to to add that in there, but you didn't take the time while you're already in there to just do two CP or you know add some other like some other caveat. Like the Marines have a similar one that only works when somebody gets within nine inches of you. You know, like so why the yeah. why the fuck don't you do that? You know, or or have it be a, a change it to D six inches or something like that, but. It Here's just, what I want. Well, the Marine one is within nine inches and only D six inches. Yeah, there's a way to make it six, but you yeah, know, it tactical doctrine, but yeah. whatever. But there's so there's similar stuff that that are less of an issue. Why the fuck don't you do that? That's also, a, that's a blew my mind. Also, what air aircraft are they fucking moving an extra seven inches that matters? Like, who gives a fuck? I understand like it's only moving seven inches and it should die, right? Like, I understand that part of it, but like. 
Who was yeah. doing that to be like cool? Like well, what? They, maybe they were adjusting their um, rotating it. Maybe rotate. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. That's the fun- the funniest thing to me about the whole f that whole errata fact thing was that they there was like two different articles GWC said this is just a fix. You know, this is not an FAQ or an errata or whatever. It's just a fix. You know, the the fix a few things like which is like okay. I could even see like GSC. Being able to string out, yeah, maybe they forgot to put the distance in there they wanted. Okay, that's fine. But like mm. the, when they, the fact they did, which they should have, Wraith Guard need to be touched. But they like you clearly, you clearly wrote that as a pistol. There's no misprint or anything wrong in there. The only thing wrong in there is that you guys never played it mm-hmm. and didn't understand what you wrote, which is why you had to go and change it. So like. Or change it and and say there wasn't a wasn't an errata or whatever, but it was, no, it it literally was. So well, they probably thought the wraith guards suck because they were just getting blown off the table from knights in their practice games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They're like, yeah, these guys are fine. Yeah. So that's the I mean the knight change. That's kind of a that's good to see at least. And then uh, FLG made the uh, their little their little terrain rules kind of take knights back to uh, ninth edition obscuring type things it's what, what what it needs to be that way yeah this weekend i played uh one knights game that was against hunter and it was clear that fucking tower and it's like i set up on the board and i was like okay i hope i i pray i'm praying to god i go first because if i can pick up a big knight turn one i'll be okay but if not he's just gonna see my entire fucking army no table could you hide anything but infantry from knights. Yeah. Did you tell him I said he was a sellout? I did. I did. <laughs> he laughed at your bitch ass. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Is uh, Dino's monkey going to do any kind of uh, rules intended, rules as written? I think we're going I to end up probably adopting uh, the frontline gaming train rules where the, you know, the ruins get the obscuring trait. And, uh, you know, if knights want to shoot past something, they can go touch it. Uh, we'll have to I have to go see how it's worded. And, and honestly, I probably shit like that. I go run past a few good players that I know and see if how it can be exploited or gamed. Um, so I'll probably just, have just, Dan and a couple other guys and see what they think about it. But, check out, like like Dan said, how FLG did it, I thought was pretty FLG's well nice done. Set. Yeah, that was that was, I was gonna do something similar if we decided to go some kind of house rules, but when we just decided to go raw, it didn't matter. But I do like that adjustment personally. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I don't know. We're gonna do something. The the tables we were putting together, there was six to eight ruins on them. You know, we had like a there was like two big ruins, two men, two small, and on some tables they had two sets of the two small and then other stuff, but. I figure with all the ruins having obscuring, you know, or some kind of obscuring trait to it, it might help mm-hmm. with uh, the the fuckery that is towering. So, um, I hate I hate to say it, but those guys from Away Gaming they they used we had a bunch of their terrain at ATC, and there was probably two tables uh, of their terrain on every set of five, and I actually really enjoyed theirs. They were big yeah. L's. It- you could hide. I don't see. There should be no it. reason to hate to say it. My only, my only beef with the away games guys is they like to run tournaments on the same weekend as you know our tournaments here, mm-hmm. and that's that's my only beef with those dudes. If they'd stop fucking running tournaments on the same weekend we're running tournaments, I'd be cool with them. But 
other than that, it's some punk bitch shit. So their, their terrain <laughs> was really, really, really functional in my opinion, though. As I, far as I think it's great for for tenth edition. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the terrain looks dope. The terrain looks solid. I like it. Yeah, it was, I think it was on the stream for ATC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Well, but, did you guys watch the ATC stream at all this weekend? Did you guys catch any good games? Anything that you enjoyed watching? I, I so I like I like War Games Live. I like Joe a lot. I do think that Joe is pretty soft whenever something bad happens on stream. You know, he's got a tendency to believe the best in everybody and white knight for people when there's fuck-ups. And yeah. sometimes fuck-ups need to be stopped or called out. And there was a couple of things that like happened on stream that there was an instance where a guy read a rule and it didn't apply to vehicles or monsters. It applied to infantry only. And he was trying to do it with a vehicle and he read the bottom half of the stratagem to his opponent and excluded like the top half of it. And to me, my impression was, I think so. It might've been this last weekend. And you know, the chat was kind of going off about it and Joe's telling them to calm their tits. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of valid. You know, it's like we can't, you can't, you can't attribute, you know, ignorance to everything. You know, there's a point where ignorance is not the answer to what happened. You know, it might actually be fucking mouse. So that's one thing about the stream. Sometimes it gets a little weary is when something like that happens or a misplay happens that, you know, you spend 45 minutes listening to the chat, talk about how it was fucked up. And then Joe arguing with them, telling them to stop doing it because that's not what the chat's about. And it's like, what are the yeah, happens? His, I tend to tune out. Yeah, so, his whole thing is like he's not a judge, and I mean, yeah, he just really plays that card. He's like, I'm not a judge. I'm not going to make these rulings, kind of thing. That's probably fair. You know, that's probably the best thing to do. But you know, you got to be, got to be absolute. Like, if you're not a judge, you know, you can't scream to get at guys when they don't flip their tactical cards. You know, you, you can't holler at guys when they forget to do basic game stuff. You can't tell me to roll in the fucking box. Right. I don't give a fuck if, if, at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to fucking play the game I'm going to play if you're going to let me. You know what I mean? So yeah. so it's like either either you have some responsibility for what's happening at the table or you don't. You can't have it both ways. And so, and it's all getting aside. It's the best stream out there. Let's be real. It's, it's as far as like streaming games right now, 100% the best thing out there. Um, I just wish sometimes it was a little more. It, it does not feel competitive in nature a lot, and, and that's fine because that's just Joe's stream, and that's what he wants. You know, we're having him at Monkey, and we're having him at Monkey. He's the best guy out there, and and he, he does a good job at what he does. So. Yeah, at least the ATC stream. I I usually, if I've got if I'm working in the garage or something, I'll pay attention to him. But it, I don't know the ATC one was actually kind of hard to just. Because it's yeah. team format and you're only watching kind of one game or maybe one and a half games if he like pans his camera, it's hard to like follow, kind of follow the whole story, I guess you want to call it or whatever. Yeah. So that's the only, I, I don't, I definitely didn't pay attention to it as much as I usually do because it was just kind of hard to, a lot harder to, to stop watching and then pick back up and know what was, know what happened and whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. But, yeah, and then your guys' schedule was weird as hell, wasn't it? So I actually like it. It's 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 two games Friday, three games Saturday. What time did you start on Saturday? Because 
when I woke up, seven thirty. I said I woke up. I slept in a little bit, and then I go out in my garage, and I like probably ten a.m. my time after I got showered and breakfast and stuff, and I got turned it on, and there was like game two. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was yeah, like, dude. "I was like, when when did this third like I was I was extremely confused about when round three happened, and I figured out it was like ridiculously early in the morning." Yeah, it's so they they started at seven, but we still finished at like seven p.m. So you can go out that night to drink or do whatever, uh, and then Sunday is just one game. And like we played Team Texas or the Big D Energy guys as our last round, all of our games were done in forty five minutes, and we just packed up our shit and left. It was actually yeah. so fucking nice just That's to true. leave it leave that early. So what time? What time are you out of there on on uh, Sunday then? Uh, so we got, we left, we started at nine 30 and I think we all left by 1130. Oh, so that gives people plenty of time to get home that day if they got to drive. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so we started like nine 30 then three and a half hours plus two hours for awards. I'd say you, most people can be cutting out of there around two o'clock. Yeah. Cool. And earlier if you don't win anything. So I do dig that where they make, uh, make some allotment to, to go be social. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I like about events. Yeah, the two games on Friday is really nice because, like I said, you finish about five five p.m. and then you can just fuck around the rest of the day. You know, just like we went, we went and got got uh, Mexican food or taco mamacitas like we do almost every year, and then we went to the brew house, this other German place on Saturday night. So it was a really good time. <clears throat> nice. Saw a lot of homies. Met this dude named Michael. Clark, I think was his name from he really really loves the show or at least enjoys the show so get, get, give him a shout out good 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 are you guys uh Sass, are you going to monkey I'm really trying for it I'm really trying for it money's kind of tight for me right now uh so I'm just and I've been you can't tell I've been traveling so much for work still too so you travel all the right. goddamn time yeah is there any other any other guys going uh, so I know Corey's going to go. I'm trying to convince Ryan to go, uh, but he may be hit or miss. And Ryan did say he's not going to Gateway Open, unfortunately. That little bitch. So Corey will be there with his, uh, I'm sure, you know, 15 monoliths. Yeah. yeah. To dominate some uh, GSC. Have that transcendent, uh, unkillable satan. <laughs> right? It's so cool, dude. <laughs> I think it might I be the hardest thing Ted, in the game to Ted kill. Ted played me against, against Show Me Showdown with that thing. So you might as well it's, just ignore it. It's fucking worse now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> with the now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so much worse now, dude. Damn. Damn, Monkey's up to 110? Yeah. Man, what are you guys capping at? Uh, 150. Oh, damn. I haven't bought nice. my ticket yet, but I'm, a, I'm like I said, I'm going to... We'll talk, Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show up. I don't need to. I'll pay for it. Bitch, shut up. But I'm just saying. Well, are you excited for Monkey? Are you going to go? I have to go. Yeah. I know you're going to go, bitch. <laughs> I have to go, too. No, you don't. I got to go try to defend the title, bro. Oh, like four months ago, I thought you'd already sealed the deal, Dan. I should have, but <laughs> he's, he's calling you out. If somebody screen or got you, bitches. No, just it's Peyton going to twenty some events. So, just by just by going enough, he's finally catching up to me slowly. So. <laughs> Dan's that dude to the fuck a dime, and Peyton's like, if I get two nickels, it counts the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
pretty much. <laughs> oh, let's go down some more martial ranks real quick, man. Let's get the get those and get out of here. Um, I'm sitting at 17, so I'm still not close to top 10. Uh, number 10 is Corey Schultz. Look at Corey, man, running the running the Necrons, hanging up there. Uh, Fort Joel Columbia guy. Um, Aaron Hermstead, number nine. Howard Watts, number eight. Good job, Howard. Uh, go. Ben Sherwin, uh, number seven. Kyle fucking McCoy. I didn't even know Ben had that many events. He's got four out of four, man. What number the hell seven. Uh, Dan's got to do some research now. Oh, he's really got to defend Look at, his I think Dan's sweating a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's too far behind. He, uh... <laughs> That's only 30 Everybody... points, bro. He can catch you. No, nah, I can't. So, <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of Minnesota things. That's why uh, like, we haven't we haven't seen his ass anywhere this year. Man, I hope I hope going in the monkey bin gets close to the answer and see what a little bit. I'm uh, already I'm already I'm already he's going to Iowa and I'm already helping people okay. to, to smash Eldar. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Kyle fucking McCord. Number five, Ryan Verbeck. Another another four of That's right, baby. Uh, number four, Devin or- Orchard. Orchard. Sorry, I butchered that, guys. I apologize. Uh, number three, Brent Simon. Number two, Peyton Priest. And number one, Dan Motherfucking Sammons. What you what you uh, what you above Peyton? How many points? Uh, nine. nine. Yeah, nine. Sounds like points. not enough. Yeah. Uh, he has to pretty much win. Uh, he's got to win Gateway, I think, to pass me. If he does like third or second, I don't think he passes me. He's close. Then he'd have to also do better than me at Monkey, like getting like the top three at Monkey. So he pretty much has to essentially win Gateway or Monkey to pass me. So. so the team rankings in number five, Jesus, I'm coughing, sorry, guys. Uh, number five is the Flying Monkeys. Number four is Frozen North. Number three, Forge World Columbia. That's right. <clears throat> number two, Outlanders. And number one, Hogs of War. Apparently, uh, spamming events is the way to go. That's Peyton's team, right? It's Hogs of War. Yes, Peyton's team. Good job, Hogs. Way to go. That's Peyton, Brent, uh, Howard Watts, that that group of guys. Yeah, I haven't seen Brent since uh, tenth edition started. Has he? Is he playing events? Show me. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. He was at he was at New Year's Knockout, and he was at show. I remember New Year's Knockout. I was in tenth edition. He was. uh, He was at ATC. He was at ATC too. Yeah, he was on Beast Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now he's done what? He's done melee at Shiloh. A bunch, a whole bunch of uh, what do you call it? The Arkansas events, Flea's New Year's Knockout, Show Me Showdown. So, really, all their scores that mattered were in ninth, other than Peyton's uh, Show Me Showdown score. So, Peyton yeah. Britt, Peyton Brent. Peyton Brent, Howard, Peyton Brent, Bryce, Brent, Brent, Howard. So, yeah. yeah. They're killing it. I mean, if you look at our scores, it's like fucking Ryan, 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 Corey, Ryan, Corey, <laughs> Ryan, Corey. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I'll probably call it a night there. I'm running out of gas. 
Uh, like I said, I, uh, for those who don't know, I've had a, man, I've been sick as fuck. And I was down and out about a week and a half. I appreciate you guys being patient with the podcast and waiting for us to get back up and going. And uh, also, I lost a pretty close family member that I was at a funeral for today. And uh, like Scott's words, man, it's uh, never, never really rang more true than just tell your homies you love them, man. Tell your people you love them. I'm going to rip your, your rift off, Scott, before we get to see you. But it's okay, man. You know, since you don't know the last time, it's going to be the last time. And uh, I thought about that today quite a bit. And uh, it's just, uh, like I said, tell your buddies you love them. Tell your people you love them. And uh, you don't know when that last time is going to be the last time. And uh, I'll see you guys at the gaming table. I will be at Gateway. So I've never been to Gateway, so I'm kind of excited to go. I know it's St. Louis. Carpeted floors, buddy. Carpeted floors. Is it floors. nice? It's yes. St. Louis, so I'll, uh, I'll pack my gat. So. It's, Col- it's Collinsville, dude. So. Is it? Okay. It's St. Louis. It's all it's, uh, <clears throat> You know, Collinsville, it's a little more sort of suburbanized. Yeah. So uh, with that, I'll pass it on. What you got, Dan, on the way out? Uh, nope. Just I hope the uh, next Rata points update, whatever happens soon, because writing lists right now is pretty boring. Is. Actually, I, I got a question for you, Dan. Any any more information on Cornhusker at all? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Good. Good talk. Yeah, there there's been some talks about it, but like I'm. Just with the state of the game, like we we talked about making a team event, but with the state of the game, I'm just not even excited to run it. So yeah, so it might. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. We might just take a year off and just wait and see what happens. But that's where we're at with it right now, as far as I know. What you got, Dilly Dilly? Uh, excited for Monkey. That's my next tournament that I get to play in. Uh, so excited for that. And like I said, show me showdown tickets are available right now. Hey, speaking of which, do you have a Tebow's number? Uh, maybe. If not, I can get it. Yeah, say it uh, out loud right now online. No, just uh, if Tebow, <laughs> if you're listening, shoot me your phone number, man. I need to ask you some crisis protocol gimmick. So, um, anyways, finish Sean. Sorry about that. Um, uh, show me showdown tickets are available for next year. Um, they are at a discounted price, and think until the end of April maybe so you can save a couple bucks if you buy them early yeah. that's all I got also I did forget to say go get your tickets for uh, Flying Monkey we're at about 110 man so uh, be nice if we could stick the landing and get up about 125 124 It'd be cool um, be I think you need 100 these. you need 110 to be the biggest OMC event yeah. you're 110 110 what you need yeah, so that's where we're at on tickets. So we'll, just everybody shows up now that signed up, which probably won't happen, will be good. But I would like to sell some more. So go to flyingmonkeycon.com. Also, there's a t-shirt link available if you want to get t-shirts. Uh, it is my artwork. I'm kind of proud of it. So, And uh, oh, yeah. Scott Sasser, you get the last word, homie. What's up? I, I don't got much. Uh, just like I said, I'm going to reiterate again what Brian said. Tell your homies you love them. I got asked about Jesse quite a bit this weekend, uh, and it was pretty emotional uh, this whole weekend for me. Uh, but like I said, man, always tell your homies you love them. Always tell your people you love them. Always tell your family you love them, even if you fucking hate them. They're still, they're still going to be there in your life the rest of forever, man. Trust me. Absolutely. Jesse is missed, man. Jesse's one of those presences in the Midwest that it's been noticeable this past year. So. All right, guys, we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with some more fun. Uh, maybe GW will surprise us with something cool. And uh, remember, if, if Wargaming was easy, <laughs> hey, I've been optimistic. Fuck y'all. 
I go to Shane, dude. <laughs> if, uh, if, if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. Game over, man. It's game over.